Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26. When you're turning, while you're turning to chapter 26 in the Gospel of Matthew, let me say that after service, our missions and food bank ministry has items downstairs that you are able to go and be blessed with. So after service, uh, you can go downstairs and uh, our food bank ministry and missions ministry will have items there where you can take them home and or share them with someone else. Matthew 26. We're going to read verses 36 through 39. Then we're going to read verse 42. Then we're going to read verse 44. Matthew 26, beginning at verse 36 from the New International Version of the Scriptures, we find these words. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. And he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Verse 39, going a little farther, he, talking about Jesus, fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Verse 42. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. And then verse 44. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. The word of God to the people of God. After the next selection from our male course, I want to briefly talk with you today from the subject the importance of submitting to the will of God. The importance, it's important for all of us to submit 
to the will of God. Y'all got that? It's important for each and every one of us to submit to the will of God. And, and, and let me just share this with you. It's not easy. Tell your neighbor, it's not easy. Sometimes God wants us to go through stuff that we don't want to go through. But we still have to learn how to say, thy will be done. Sing, sing male chorus.
said that he may not come <laughs> when you want him but he's always on time yes thank you Bill course thank y'all y'all singing y'all singing y'all singing the importance of submitting 
to the will of God. My brothers and sisters, in the preceding verses of our selected scriptural text, Jesus is with his disciples on the Mount of Olives. He leaves the Mount of Olives and goes with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. Now, Gethsemane means an oil press, which Dr. Hedy would make sense that it would be named it because it was located next to a grove of olive trees. <laughs> Jesus, upon entering Gethsemane, tells his disciples, the eleven, to sit down and wait for him while he goes to pray. The Bible tells us that Jesus took with him Peter and the sons of Zebedee who we know as James and John. He took Peter, James, and John along with him and the Bible says that he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Notice with me that Jesus did not reveal his sorrow to all of the disciples but only to his disciples who made up his inner circle. In other words, he revealed his sorrow to those who were the closest to him. And let me pause and say right here, that my brothers and sisters, you have to be careful who you share your troubles and sorrows with. Can I be plain? Some of us need to stop using social media to share our troubles with. Listen, I know, I know that on social media, they are called friends. But I'm here to tell you that everybody is not your friend. 
and they can use your troubles and your sorrows against you. You know also what I found out? I found out that everybody is not mature enough to handle your set of problems and sorrows. Mm. The Bible says that Jesus said to Peter, James, and John, he said, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Listen, though Jesus was totally man and totally God while he was here on the earth, Jesus saying that his soul was overwhelmed speaks to Jesus's humanity. In other words, just like us, when we get overwhelmed with sorrows and troubles, Jesus felt the same stress that we feel when we are overwhelmed. Now, I, I, I know somebody is possibly thinking, what could cause Jesus, the Son of God, to become overwhelmed? What could what would cause Jesus to feel stress? Now understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Jesus is stressed out. But I'm saying that he felt the stress that comes with being human. But let me <laughs> suggest to you that our stress, the little stress that we have, was nothing compared to the stress that Jesus was dealing with. Let's look at some of the stressors that Jesus in his humanity was dealing with. Stressors. Somebody say stressors. He had to deal with the stress of having the sins of the world placed upon him. He had to deal with the stress 
of being separated from his father. He had to deal with the stress of the chief priest and leaders of the Jews who were plotting to kill him. He had to deal with the stress that comes from being betrayed by a friend. Oh, y'all remember Judas? Betrayed him? He had to deal with the stress of one of his closest inner circle brothers denying him. Y'all remember Peter? Jesus had to deal with the stress of his impending scourging. His being spit upon. Being crowned with thorns. Being nailed to a cross. Being pierced by a spear in his side. And ultimately, death. I want to know. How would you feel if you knew that you had to face all of these things? I'll tell you how you would have felt. You would have been stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm. So Jesus tells Peter, James, and John to stay where they are and be prayerful while he goes a little further and prays to his heavenly father. And let me say right here that sometimes you have to separate from those who are close to you to be alone or spend some quality time with God. You know what? Sometimes the people who are close to you serve as the greatest distraction Oh, Lord, have mercy. Between you and your Savior. Mm. Let's not keep you too long. The Bible says that Jesus fell with his face to the ground. That's right, Jesus fell with his face to the ground and he prayed my father if it is possible may this cup of suffering be taken 
from me. Yet. Somebody say yet. Yet. Not as I will. But as you will. Mm, 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 mm. Friend, what lessons can we learn from Jesus' prayer to his father about the importance of submitting to the will of God? The first lesson that we can learn is this. Even though we pray for removal, God does not change some of the rough realities of life. Oh man, y'all missed that one. Let me say that again. Let me say it a little slower. Even though we pray for removal, you know most of the time we pray that God removes the trouble, the trial. But even though we pray for removal, God does not always change some of the rough realities of life. Wait, okay, break it down, Pastor. God knew what Jesus was experiencing and was about to go through. He knew that the cross was before him. And even though Jesus was his only begotten son, God did not exempt him from experiencing the rough realities of life. Come, come, come on now. Often when we pray, we are asking God to remove the struggles of life. But if Jesus had to experience troubles and struggles, the question is, why shouldn't we? <laughs> what are you teaching, Pastor Wood? I'm teaching you today that you and I must understand that some of the realities of life won't change. Somebody said, but wait a minute, Pastor Wood. I was taught that prayer. Yeah. Changes. 
things. And now you're telling me that some of my prayers won't change a thing. Mm. Why pray then, Pastor? If some of the things in my life that I'm praying for are not going to change. I'll get to it. I'm getting ready to get to it. (laughs) I've been wrestling with this message all week long. Wrestling with it. Uh, um, Another lesson that we learn is this. Y'all need to write this down. The purpose of prayer is not for God to will what you want. Let me let me say that again because there's more to it. The purpose of prayer is not for God to will what you want, but for you to want what he wills. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, God. Many of us mistakenly think that the purpose of prayer is to get from God what we want. And I want to tell you that God is not obligated to fulfill in the affirmative everything you ask him to do. What are you saying, Pastor Wood? I'm saying that there are some situations and some circumstances that your prayer may not alleviate. Oh, Lord. It is not for God to will what you want, but for you to want what God wills. I just want to know how many of you truly believe that God knows what's best for you. I'm so glad that God knows what's best for me because I don't know about you, in my past, I've asked God for some stuff 
that I can stop right now and say thank you God for not giving me what I asked for. Anybody in here on my street? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we don't change the will of God when we pray. We change our wants and our perceived needs to what God's will is for us. Yeah, I told you that prayer changes things, but the thing that prayer changes is us. Changes our heart, our mind, our disposition, our attitude. Can y'all take one more? What do we learn from Jesus' prayer to his heavenly father? We learn, first of all, that even though we pray for the removal of the test or trial or situation, that God does not change some of the rough realities of life. We also learn that the purpose of prayer is not for God to will what you want, but for you to want what he wills. And third and final, we learn from Jesus' prayer in accepting and submitting to God's will for your life. He will give you the strength to endure what he allows. Oh, man. Let me say it again. I saw some of y'all writing. In accepting and submitting To God's will for your life, he will give you the strength to endure what he allows. Jesus submitted himself to his father's will. And in submitting himself to his father's will, he trusted God to give him the strength through all that he was facing. Check this out. When Jesus first prayed, He asked his father for removal of the cup of suffering. But check out the second 
and third prayer. Remember, prayer one was, Father, if it be possible, remove the cup from me. But second and third prayer, there was a change in his prayer. His prayer, the second and third time, was basically, Thy will be done. <laughs> in other words, Jesus was convinced that submission to his father's will was what the father sent him into the world to do. So no matter what he had to face, he was going to submit himself to his Father's will. And just like Jesus, if we submit to God's will for our lives, I stopped by this Sunday morning to tell you that he will give us the strength to endure what he allows in our life. Did you hear what I said? I said God will give you the strength to endure what he allows. In other words, if God allows it to come, then God has the power to give you the strength to endure everything he allows. Wait a minute. The late Andre Crouch said it this way. He said, I've had many tears and sorrow. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times when I did not know right from wrong. But, but, but in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation. He let me know that my trials only came to make me strong. He said, I thank God for the mountains and I thank him for the valleys. I thank him for the storms he brought me through. If there's anybody here who can thank God that he brought you through. So what are you saying, Pastor? 
that through it all, I said through it all, I don't know about you, but I learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. The songwriter wrote, I've learned how to lean and depend on Jesus. No matter the storm, no matter the trials, no matter what comes, if I submit myself to the will of God. I found out that if you and I trust him, that he will, somebody say he will, he will provide what? The strength that you need to endure. Come on, stand to your feet all over the church. Uh. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919 919- five five two three five three one or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com thank you for joining us and be blessed